Welcome to Coles on the Coast, the podcast where we talk about riding the waves of sustainability, preparedness, and living the small homestead life. I'm Jessica. And I'm Charlie. And today we're going to talk about the Universal Accessory Kit. This is episode five, and we're glad you're joining us today. So Charlie, what is a Universal Accessory Kit? So let's go back to our multi-purpose episode on Ballastol, where I said that it's almost an EDC item. And Universal Accessory Kit is almost an EDC item, right? It's a collection of all of these things that may be handy at some point in time, but that you wouldn't normally keep on your person. So, um, let's see if I can come up with an example. So let's say that you're driving down the road and for some reason your car breaks down and you find out that it's because a spring is missing from your throttle or something ridiculous right let's let's think about um, MacGyver and how he would always come up with a solution from an item that he had in his car or on his person to solve an issue that he had Well, the universal accessory kit takes all of those little pieces that he could use and combines it into one you know moves them all into one spot so you've got a little bit of everything to help fix what could go wrong okay so is it a lot like when we talked about the the blackout kit but instead of being very specific it's more generalized and kind of smaller samples of those things yes cuz you can and this is where it gets kind of interesting because you can take and you can personalize your universal accessory kit to match what you have going on. So if you've got a bicycle, you want to see that you've got some components in your universal accessory kit to repair your bicycle. If you have a car, you want to see that you have some components in your universal accessory kit to help repair or maintain areas of your car. Um, and considering this is going to be with you most of the time maybe you have some first aid components to it maybe you have some survival components maybe you have a flashlight in it right going back to the blackout kit there's different things that you can put in this to give you as little or as much ability as you could imagine basically okay so why would we need to have it, or in what circumstances would we need to have it? Well, so that's where the difficulty comes in, because you don't know if you need it. See, it's one of those things that, it's like an umbrella. You would rather have it with you when it rains than not have it with you if it did. Or, or rather have it with you and it not rain than not have it with you and it actually be raining. Right. So, three or four years ago, I bought what's basically a universal accessory kit from a company called ACW Tactical. And theirs is called a MacGyver kit, but I thought that it would come in handy because it has paracord, it's got a knife in it, it's got a little flashlight, some survival tools, um, 
some zip ties, a little first aid kit, some wire, you know, just random stuff. And for a year and a half, I carried it in my car and had no use of it whatsoever. Until COVID hit, and I got called into work to work at to do a um, a survey, and I needed a mask, but my mask didn't have the wire in it. For some reason, I had taken it. We had washed it, and the wire had come out of my mask. Well, I had the MacGyver kit, and it had a piece of wire in it, so I was able to fix my mask and make it bearable to wear. Um, similar situation. Well, not similar situation, but another situation. We were in the big bus, and we went to crank it up after church one day, and it didn't want to run. Turns out the mass airflow sensor, the clip on the backside of it was broken, so the the plug wouldn't actually fit and stay onto the sensor. But because we had the MacGyver kit in the van, we were able to take and zip tie that nice and tight because we had three or four zip ties all the same size. Okay, yeah, I remember that. And so we were able to, you know, zip tie it tight, and so now it's not an issue anymore. I mean, I remember a couple of times that I've used it and never expected to use it, too. I was with the kids at the skate park one day, and I had just grabbed uh, our oldest daughter's knee pads and elbow pads. Well, it was a brand new pack, and I didn't realize it was zip tied on the package, or I didn't think about it when I left the house, and... So we get there, and I can't get them off. It was impossible to get off without tearing up the knee pads and stuff. And I was like, I need something to cut this. And I had the presence of mind to remember your MacGyver kit in the bus, found the little knife, and was able to cut it off. And we were able to have that. And then that same trip, they needed a Band-Aid. And so you only had, like, one or two in there. But it was it was enough to get us through that trip and what we needed until we were able to get home and get a band or bandage for the kids or whatnot. So... It does definitely come in handy if you have the right stuff in there. Which I guess leads to the question, you know, how do you know what you need in the MacGyver kit? Well, or in your accessory kit? That's something that I've been working on. Because when I originally bought this one, I bought a whole bunch of other stuff to go in it. So it's like packed to the gills. And right now it's all scattered everywhere in the van because we've just been using it. But I've been trying to look at how I can take and condense this down into a small kit that can be easily packable into any like backpack or purse so you're, you're not carrying around a whole separate pack that's the size of a small like a GameCube that's that's about the size of this pack right it's a square that's about eight inches tall by six inches deep by eight inches wide yeah eight by eight by six that's about the size of it but that's a lot to carry around in a backpack, right? Yeah. It's like a whole separate thing that you have to have somewhere to put. Same thing with, like, a little first aid kit from Walmart, right? You buy one of those little pouch ones. It's an extra thing to have to carry. So if we can take and condense that down into one group, then we can cover all of our bases while not taking up too much space. And that's something I've been looking into figuring out. And it, and it goes back to part of this multi-purpose use items, right? What multi-purpose items can we get that'll fit multiple needs across different categories while also maintaining a small footprint? You know, are, 
Is a zip tie the best option, or would a um, or would one of these uh, newfangled rubber zip ties that you can use multiple times be a better option? Right. Right. A, a single-use item versus a multi-use item. Now, for stuff like the mass airflow sensor, that's going to be pretty much locked away, right? So you'd rather have like four or five zip ties that you could use for something like that and easily replace, but then for tying something down for a quick trip around the corner, if like for some reason your bumper decided to fall off one day, having a reusable zip tie or a piece of paracord that you could tie on get you to the house where you could repair it and then take off that works a little bit better yeah yeah and we've had to do stuff like that too we've had <laughs> moments where my bumper's fallen off halfway down the road to get home or whatnot that would have been handy <laughs> yeah you kind of said this a little bit but what would you hold it in is there like a specific kind of bag or box or can any can somebody use anything Yes, I have many major ideas on this, and it's one of the things of where I wish I had the the um, ability to like buy all of the different ways that this could be set up. Right now, I've got a little accessories kit in a Ziploc bag. Right, as long as it's together, then you're better. I mean. Ideally, you would use a small pack that's about four inches by three inches by three inches, right? So a small, somewhat rectang rectangular pack. And uh, there's a company called um, Active Carry Technologies. They make first aid kits, and they have one called the Duty. And it's got a front pocket on the front with a little flap. Uh, velcro enclosure it's got a zipper on that flap to hide something in there then it's got a main compartment that you open up and it's like a little clamshell and it's big enough to add components in but it gives you enough room to put some stuff and then it's a small enough foot footprint that you could easily throw it in a backpack or throw it in a purse or even you know strap it to your belt if you were so inclined Okay, that's interesting. So you talked about things like zip ties and things, and I guess we could add in, like, paper clips. I know I always need paper clips as a musician, which sounds very strange, but it's very good in correcting instruments, and that's what I keep in my case. But what about, like, I mentioned Band-Aids as well, but kind of, like, for safety stuff, how much... Is there anything like that that would really need to be kept in there if... For somebody if they really want a good multi-purpose bag again that that depends on what you want it to cover right if you want to orient it more toward trauma type situations something like a um, a small tourniquet now I'll say this there's gonna be people that don't like this but like a SWAT T which is the um, the strat, the stretch, wrap, and tuck tourniquet. Basically, it's a large elastic band, like what they would wrap around your arm to do, um, to draw blood with. Mm -hmm. um, but it's about six inches wide, and so it creates enough pressure to 
give you a tourniquet. It's not approved by the, the committee that kind of recommends these tourniquets, right? Mm-hmm. The cat tea is the one that you'd rather have because it's got a little windlass, and so it's like um, you can crank it down real good with this handle, and that way you cut the blood flow. But you can't use it on kids because it's too big. Mm-hmm. But the SWAT tea, you could. You could take it and wrap it around the kid's arm and get you to where you need to get. Is it ideal? No, but the multifunctionality of it one it's better to have something than nothing and two if you've got kids this is the better option right because it could at least get you to a field where you can get helicopter access or get you to the emergency room or something like that yeah and if you didn't want to go the tourniquet route you could get an israeli bandage right it's a you know it's a gauze bandage that has a pressure um function on it so you basically you set the pressure device over the wound or at least you orient it when you go to wrap the wound you've set the pressure device over the wound and then you can you you bring it through and then you wrap it back over itself so you create pressure in that spot now you've you know you're you're being efficient with stopping the blood flow that's just one thing you know that's if you want to go that route if you want to go a different route like maybe you're less likely to have a trauma situation and you're you're going to Chick-fil-A and you're going to the park. Maybe your universal accessories kit has some Purell hand sanitizing wipes or an extra diaper in case you've used all the ones in your diaper bag or whatever. You know, you, you curate this to be what you want. Was that, what, was that the question you asked? <laughs> well, uh, we were talking about, like, how would you decide what went in the thing? Yeah, what what Yeah, and, that, and that's the that's the point. It, you curate it to what you need. Like the MacGyver kit that I bought, right? It has a lot of stuff in it that I may never use. It's got steel wool for starting a fire with a 9-volt battery. It's got a magnesium fire steel with a ferrocium rod. And there's not a whole lot of scenarios where you need to use that. But the little bit of extra wire, the the little wraps of wire that it's got that, you know, help me when I'm trying to tie my lawnmower back together while I was cutting grass. My lawnmower came apart, but I had this wire in my accessories kit that I was able to take and tie the handlebar back together so I could finish cutting the yard that I was cutting. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't had that, then I wouldn't, you know. So, because I do more mechanical type stuff, having those components that allow me to fix mechanical systems is more beneficial to me than having components that allow me to survive in the wilderness. Right. Which brings a lot of self-reliance into your hands, right? So rather than having to be stuck in a situation where you have to call for help, you can at least patch it until you can get better help or better quality help or have more time before you need that help. Yeah, and then... so. That's a good point, too. Your kit is only as good as the skills that you have to use it with. If you don't have a skill set that you can put to use and use these tools with, you're not going to be able to do anything with it, right? Um, 
so the 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 MacGyver kit actually comes with a little guide that has different uses for each of the components that they have in the kit which is very handy because if you're you're trying to figure out how to well the way it's organized is not by issue it's really by um, item right so they'll say here's a tea light candle these are the things that you can use the tea light candle for but if you were to go through and read that then you'd have you could kind of catalog in your mind all these different things that each of these components can be used for um, it also has in it it's got like different random reference topics so it's got how to set a table you may need it I don't know maybe, maybe one day you you're at somebody's house you're at your girlfriend's house and their mom asks you to help set the table and you don't know how but you don't want to seem like a buffoon so you grab your little book out real quick and you look say, alright salad fork goes on this side cup goes over here knife goes this way or maybe your car's broken down or your friend's car's broken down and you need to jump it off with jumper cables well do you remember which way to hook it up is it the the dead battery first or live battery first you know positive terminal negative terminal do you hook one of them to the frame what do you do well that's in this little book so it gives you a reference for those skills but unless you have the skills down pat you know even have a reference is kind of difficult so, so that's the that's the big component you want to make sure that you know how to use the items that you have so that you can actually use them effectively okay yeah that's a really good yeah you would definitely <laughs> need to I suppose because otherwise it's not gonna do you any good so if you were talking to someone that's never had a universal accessory kit what would you tell them they needed to do to start getting one together because it sounds like you're we're having to be very general on this because it's so customizable and you have to really think about what you might need personally so if our audience they're they probably have different jobs and everything so what would you tell them okay so th this is relatively easy because I, I have a baseline of stuff that you could use for a universal accessories kit you really need three basic components you need a knife you need a spray lubricant and you need a tape of some sort um, the knife that came with my kit was a cheap little multi-tool so like if you're going to build your own right you'd rather your knife would want to be on your your leg but I know that that can't always happen you don't you're not able to carry your knife with you all the time but like a a, a multi-tool like a Leatherman or a um, Swiss Army um, Swiss champ um, that would be the one that I would recommend because you've got enough tools in it to to get you where you need to go it's got a nice um, Phillips head screwdriver you know not anything too big but like the Leatherman's I don't want to get off on a tangent but like the Leatherman wave which is a very decent good knife 
or a Swiss Army Swiss champ, just depending on what type of person you are, how big of a knife you want, and, you know, how big your hands are, yeah. right? That, that all kind of goes into it. But those, one of those two, and then a spray lubricant like WD-40 or Ballastol or, um, not PB Blaster, um, the, the, the PB-50 or whatever it is, the, the kind that they make. Any of those, of course you know which one I would pick, <laughs> but... And then a either a duct tape or a Luco tape, which is basically gauze tape, and or um, yeah, duct tape or gauze tape. You can, you know, there's so many of each kind of those that it doesn't even matter. Just one of it because now you've got something to tighten a screw down with or cut something with. Right, that multi-tool is going to cover a lot of different areas. You've got something to lubricate if you've got a squeaky part, or um, really anything that's stuck or squeaking or whatever you can fix with that. And then the duct tape if something's falling down or it's getting, you know, if you need something to stay put, you've got that that's where you can start then from there you could add some paracord get you a small 25 foot hank of paracord um, that way you've got something to use as a lashing mm -hmm. right so if you're you go to pick up something from a Facebook marketplace deal that you've come up with and you go to get the chest of drawers wherever it is and it won't fit in your back seat so you've got to put it in your trunk and tie your trunk down to keep it closed mm -hmm. right you've at least got some paracord now and you're not trying to ask the person that you're buying the thing from if they've got some twine to tie your right yeah you know tie your trunk closed but even with paracord you know every single one of these things that you can put in this kit there's a myriad of different um item or different brands different aspects that you can look into and just customize it to the nth degree because even in paracord you've got regular mill spec paracord you've got the the um, the commercial type that's only got six strands of the internal strands instead of seven you've got the the titan survival kind that's got jute twine um, snare wire and fishing line in it. You've got the the Atwood rope brand that's got a Kevlar line in it. It's got a um, like a super strength polymer line in it. Like there's there's so many different types that you can really expand it out and. You know, take these three base components and add on to it as much or as little as you want. I mean, it, and really, if you would, you know, you can go online and buy one of these pre-made kits and kind of stop it there. Or you could even go so far as just go to Walmart to the camping section and buy a small first aid kit and throw a roll of duct tape in it. 
Right, yeah. That okay. gets you to a point that you've got something with you now. And uh, it's, pro- it's possible that people already have these kind of items in their car, too. But just kind of thinking about it a little bit more tactically, maybe. Well, yeah, because you may have a, a bunch of this stuff in your glove box, right? You might have a flashlight in your glove box. You might have a couple of Pepto-Bismol or something in your glove box. But because it's scattered and it's not in a specific location, it's difficult to find. It's difficult to keep in your mind as to this is where things are located. Right? If it's in a specific spot, even if you've got, you know, concentration issues and you, you, you have a difficulty remembering where stuff is, you at least have in your brain, hey, this is, this thing is in this, and that's somewhere, so I gotta find it. <laughs> so it's, it's in this bag, in the trunk, but I've, I've gotta find it. Yeah. <laughs> Because be, there may be extra stuff in the trunk, right? But at least everything that you might need to fix something is all together. Alright, great. I mean, it's like a toolbox, but it, it's it's a toolbox that is more consumables than it is tools. Um, and with that, I just kind of wanted to add that when you first brought home what you bought the MacGyver kit and started adding to the MacGyver kit I kept thinking why is this big giant thing in between my two seats (laughs) and it has become useful so I I don't want to discount that it's important I think it's really important that whoever is going to be driving the vehicle so if you're sharing that vehicle they need to know that it's there and what's in it and become a little bit familiar with it because otherwise it's just the person that bought it that knows about it and it won't be utilized to its fullest extent because it actually kind of becomes its own part of the car at that point. If we're assuming it's in the car, if it's in the, your backpack when you're running around school or something, that's different. But wherever it is, it becomes part of that system that you are taking with you. So I think it's important that whoever could be using it knows that it's there and what's in it to be able to use it too. It adds more value to the mm-hmm. accessory kit. Exactly. The more people that know how to use it, the better off you are. Was there anything else that you were thinking about sharing? Mm. No, but if if any of you are interested in like a kind of what I'm thinking in terms of a universal accessories kit and the things that I put in send us an email and what I might do is actually type up a loadout list and then post it on our subscribe star and then we'll let that be one of the things that we'll we'll incentivize our subscribe star that we started this past week right it's a five dollar subscription it's $5 per month, and you'll get exclusive access to different stuff. So either exclusive blog posts or, like I was saying, a loadout list for Universal Accessories Kit, or maybe maybe even our um, multi-purpose series. Maybe that'll be a Subscribestar exclusive. Yeah, and, and so if you if you like the ballast all episode and you want to know more multi-purpose stuff from the homestead, 
subscribe on Subscribestar. That'll give us a reason to make those episodes because at least we know that people are listening and want to hear more of it. Yeah. And that will start getting nailed down very quickly because we're starting to work on that Subscribestar as well. So if you're interested, make sure that you're signed up for a newsletter on Cole's on the coast podcast dot or no sorry coals on the coast dot com and you can there's links all over that website that you can subscribe to our newsletter so you'll know as soon as we've updated what's on the subscribe star as well but I think I think that's all we've got for today um, remember that coals on the coast is brought to you by Charlie Small Engines. Uh, small, Charlie Small Engines is a mobile small engine repair service. We travel to you and repair your mower on your property. And if we can't repair it there, we will make sure that we can get it to our shop in order to repair it the, the way that it needs to be repaired. Um, if you need a quote or you'd like to know more, you can visit us at colesonthecoast.com forward slash charlie small engines and you can actually fill out a form and request a quote and we'll get back in touch with you as soon as we can and don't forget that um, jessica offers piano and violin lessons for beginners and if you would like to know more about that reach out on colesonthecoast.com use our contact form and make sure you put violin or piano lesson in the subject line with that, um, we appreciate y'all listening, and we hope you have a great week.